Hello and welcome to the Make It Stack podcast. I am your host, Will Waterhouse, and this is all about demystifying the world of saving and investing for young people. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about inflation. What is it and why does it matter? So this was actually a blog post that is on my website, katenanalytics.com, but I thought I'd put it in podcast format. Also, uh, apologies if you do hear any background noise. I'm going to try and keep it as as good as possible, but um, I'll do my best. So, inflation, it's like the wind. It can work for you or against you. Regardless, it will always be with you. Now, let's define inflation. What is it? Inflation can be defined as the general increase in the average price level of an economy and is monitored by governments and central banks alike. And uh, in the UK, where I'm based, inflation is calculated by the Office for National Statistics, also referred to as the ONS. One of the key metrics that the ONS use to measure inflation is CPIH, which stands for Consumer Price Index, with the addition of owner-occupiers housing costs. Okay, CPIH is calculated by monitoring the price of a basket of goods and services each month which contains approximately 700 items. And these items uh, are over a wide variety of sectors, such as food, communication, health, transport, uh, which are considered ordinary household expenses. So I just have a chart in front of me, which shows how CPIH has moved over time, over the period of 1989 to 2021. And essentially, the level of inflation, uh, generally speaking, is between 2% or sorry, 2% plus or minus 1%. So between 1% and 3%, which is the Bank of England's target. And the Bank of England target low inflation because, um, you know, it's considered desirable at the macroeconomic level. So looking Looking over uh, history, there were periods of more extreme inflation of more than 5% per annum, notably in the late 80s and early 90s, where the UK economy was overheating from low taxation and a booming housing market. Uh, But in contrast, uh, you know, in the last five, six years in uh, late 2015 and early 2016, inflation has actually approached negative territory, largely stemming from weak economic conditions in the UK um, and uh, supermarket price wars and and a sharp fall in in oil prices. Uh, Negative inflation is also known as deflation and this is when prices fall and most central banks try to combat this. Uh, Deflation is actually bad news for economies because if if individuals expect prices to fall in the future they choose not to spend today, i.e. defer consumption, and uh, demand for goods and services falls. And this can be a self-perpetuating, self-fulfilling prophecy with reduced demand leading to further price falls. And so that is why the central banks target low inflation at around 2% in the UK. Okay, so how does historic inflation stack up over the long run? So 
as with investment returns, the rate of inflation compounds over time. So I've looked at uh, cumulative inflation since 1988 um, to 2021. And essentially, if, if we have inflation at 100%, in 1988, it will have increased to about 225, which basically means that prices have more than doubled uh, since 1988. Okay, so why should you care about inflation? So to quote Milton Friedman, uh, the famous economist, inflation is taxation without legislation, which is to say that inflation can erode your wealth without any state intervention. And so £100 in your bank account um, can only purchase around 44% of the goods and services in 2021, as it would have done in 1988. So um, this highlights a key objective for you, uh, which is to protect your wealth from inflation. Otherwise, you could see a material fall in your purchasing power. So if inflation rises, who are the winners and losers? So loser number one, cash savings. As, as I've stated previously, inflation reduces your purchasing power over time. So the current rate of uh, UK inflation as at June 2021, this is slightly out of date, but um, you know, it's still, it's still as useful to, to, to know, was 2.4%. Uh, if the return on your cash and your... Or, or, Sorry, if the return on your cash in your bank building society is less than 2.4%, your wealth will likely fall over the long term. Uh, interest rates may rise in tandem with inflation, but this will likely lag as it takes time for banks and other financial institutions to increase rates for savers. Increased inflation could therefore exacerbate your financial situation. So basically what I'm saying here is the likely scenario is the the rate of inflation that you're getting on your current account or savings account is nowhere near the level of inflation. I mean, for me personally, uh, I get I think it's around 0.3% in my savings account, and it's 0.01% in my current account. So I'm I'm losing money there, which is why I tr I try and funnel cash into investments. So loser number two is fixed coupon bonds. So most bonds pay fixed coupons and a final principal repayment. For example, semi-annual coupons of £10 and a final principal repayment of £1,000. So these cash flows are contractual in nature, i.e. known from the outset, unless uh, the company who issued the bond falls into dire financial straits and risks defaulting on its debt obligations. Uh, whilst that might happen to companies like Evergrande in China, it normally doesn't happen, especially for reputable established firms. So if inflation rises, the real value of these future cash flows decreases, and so investors won't like this and will look for higher coupon rates elsewhere, resulting in less demand for your bonds. So this, in turn, will likely reduce the mark-to-market value of your bond portfolio. So who are the winners? Winner number one, fixed rate mortgages. So interest rates on mortgages are cheap at the moment. Uh, one of my mates actually recently secured a mortgage with 
a 2.5% annual interest rate on a loan of £400,000. Fixed monthly payments on this balance are roughly £1,500. So if inflation rises, the real value of the monthly repayments is lower, which is positive for mortgagees, i.e. the people that need to pay off the mortgage. Uh, winner number two, inflation-linked bonds. So inflation-linked bonds, also known as linkers, can be used to hedge against inflation movements. So if inflation increases, the coupons and principal that the investor receives increase accordingly, which maintains real value for the investor. So how will equities perform in an inflationary environment? Well, the short answer is, is that the, the effects of inflation on equities is not clear and depends on time horizon. Empirical research suggests that over the long run, companies are able to increase their revenues and earnings in line with inflation and therefore maintain real value for shareholders. However, over the short term, companies can be subject to what's called price stickiness, which prevents them from increasing their prices in line with inflation, leading to worse returns for shareholders. So some companies which have a good brand, strong margins, will likely be able to increase their prices with inflation. Other companies which aren't as competitive might struggle. So it really does depend on the, the company and the, the sector that you're, that you're looking at as, as an investor. Of course, these are all general relationships and not all companies will have the same degree of pricing power in the markets they operate in. Okay, so what are my thoughts on inflation? So first off, I'll just stay straight off the bat that I'm not in a position to forecast inflation accurately. Um, in reading the revised edition of The Intelligent Investor, written by Benjamin Graham, uh, which was updated in 1971 uh, and 1972, he made the claim that, to quote, it would be reasonable for an investor to base his thinking decisions on a probable, brackets far from certain, rate of inflation of say 3% per annum. Uh, this would compare with an annual rate of 2.5% for the entire period of 1915 to 1970. So just to break that down, uh, that statement above was a misjudgment. So the subsequent oil price shock of 1973 resulted in an inflation spike and was one of the most inflationary decades in US history. Uh, inflation averaged 7% per annum, which was very much higher than, than what Benjamin Graham said of, of 3%. Okay, so if, if Benjamin Graham brackets the father of value investing and Warren Buffett's mentor, couldn't make the right call on future inflation moves, what chance do I have? What chance do we have? But what is clear to me is that in an inflationary environment, as a means of investing, holding equities will likely trump fixed income assets or bonds. Whilst the future cash flows of equities are uncertain, you know, dividends uh, aren't, I mean, they are declared, but, but they can vary from year to year. Um, yeah, whilst they're uncertain, whilst the future cash flows of equities are uncertain, the investor has the possibility of offsetting inflation through share price appreciation and dividend growth, whereas the owner of fixed coupon bonds does not. Okay, so if a company does well over the long term, net income will increase and therefore 
dividend payments will likely increase in tandem with that. Uh, personally, I only hold equities and have no intention of buying bonds, just given that the stage where I'm in life, you know, mid-20s, uh, have a risk-seeking mentality. Um, despite the cautionary tales that the media spew about the increase in money supply and the corresponding inflationary pressures, I'm not overly concerned. Uh, this is because I have a long investment time horizon, and if you're a millennial like me, I'd encourage you to think similarly. So um, there are my thoughts on inflation. I hope you enjoyed that. Just to just to caveat, all views are my own, and this should not be regarded as financial advice. If you are unsure of making any investment decision, please contact a professional. And yeah, um, if you thought this was interesting, feel free to check out my blog at catenanalytics.com. Alternatively, you can check me out on Instagram as well at Caton underscore analytics. Uh, and yeah, if you know of someone that would benefit from this, please feel free to share. This certainly means a lot to me. Thank you very much, guys, for listening and take care.